Well, bonjour. Uh, no, sorry. Hello, folks. And or welcome. Arrivederci. <laughs> well, hello, folks. And welcome to We the People. This is, of course, the American soccer podcast in which you are going to get to know everything, everything, everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national soccer team. I am Clayton. I'm a musician. I'm Ty. I manage a web design company. And we love the Nats. God, we love them. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The game was USA versus England, and the game will be USA versus Italy, Italia, and uh, we'll be here for all of that. Welcome in. Folks, we love you. We love you. Welcome in. Thank you so much for uh, selecting us on your pod catcher feed and deciding to, to, to spend some time with us today and the Nats, because it's what we love to do, and we think you love it as well. Am I right, Ty? You're damn right. Even, even baby Julian. <laughs> you know if, it, what? if our only choice was baby Julian, I'd still watch, yeah. and I'd like it. Yeah, fuck yeah. As long as he's in a... A USA jersey, I'm in there. Guzan in goal and Baby Julian at every oh, position. Oh yeah, oh Fuck yeah. It. Fine, we'll do it. Can we get Can we get Tim Ream out here? <laughs> Why not? Let's bring Matt Beasler back. Let's do this thing. Bees. Um, <laughs> Omar Galaxy, all the hits. Yeah, <laughs> the greatest, the greatest hits. Uh, folks, thank you so much for the feedback we've been getting from you on the Centenario <laughs> Pod. Um, it seems like that went well, so maybe let's bring back some fans and, and do more fan interviews. We like that. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, one of the ways that you can really help us out is just to leave us a review on whatever you're listening on. Uh, make sure it's five stars, because otherwise, not that helpful, bruh. Um, but yeah, five stars, and, and as a matter of fact, we'll prove it today that uh, a review can land you on this show. Um, that'll You're be damn fun, right. right? We, got, we got some reviews coming up. We have Jurgen Klinsmann himself. I'm not, I'm not joking, although when I say I'm not joking... It's crazy. I am, jo- I am actually joking, in a sense. But stay tuned, and uh, y- you know, you'll get to hear a Jurgen-esque Klinsmann uh, read your actual reviews on this very air. So that'll be fun. We'll do that. Uh, follow us at WTP Pod to hang out, share memes, talk shit, and hate on Julian Green. Oh, uh, one more quick uh, plug. The show is on Spotify now. Oh, cool. Hey, so if Spotify. you are a Spotify person, I don't know who it is out there who's listening to podcasts on Spotify, but if you are... Uh, Shoot us a follow on there. I don't think you can rate. If you can, please do. Otherwise, just just shoot us a follow, and just say, "Hey guys, uh, I want to I want to get your new shows whenever they pop up," and that would help us out. It turns out we don't know how Spotify works at all, but we're on there. <laughs> we're on it. Yeah, <laughs> and we'd better be successful, damn it, <laughs> because that's how we do it here in. Uh, Estados Unidos, as as my broadcast would have it said. Um, by the way, we don't say the MX League. Am I right? Why? No, it's why say? Yeah. Why? Why is anybody saying the the League de Primera? The what, for who? For whose league? The Premier League. Wait, what? Who says that? This is, a, this is a little unrelated. So I, I, I listen to the broadcast with, uh, with, um, 
you know, sp- a Spanish-speaking broadcast. And there were some things that confused oh, me. Oh, they, so they said they said Premier League in Spanish. Right, yeah. Which no, is, it should be El Premier League. Yes, come on. Yeah. Come on. To they, be respectful. I've, I've we seen, say La Liga. We don't say The League. That's right. right? I've seen Spanish-speaking yeah. McDonald's commercials. They, they say <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> at the end. I get, you know, it's, el, el quarter pounder. <laughs> all right, all right. And McDonald's. Guys, uh, we played England. That was my audition, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Headshots, please. Headshots, please. I will please. sell el quarter pounders all day. <laughs> I will eat el, said el quarter pounders. You, you know where to find me, McDonald's. All right, to the game. Folks, uh, let's let's do this thing. Let's line them up and let's uh, let's talk a bunch of shit. So so uh, it's going to be versus England. It's a friendly, but ain't no such thing as a friendly uh, in 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 our eyes. Fuck that. No, not when it comes to revolutionary war enemies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or or retiring ex greats who have, by the way, uh, blessed our lands now. So thank you, Wayne Rooney. And yeah, good. good uh, a lot of MLS on the field the other night. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, maybe more than I would have liked. Boys, <laughs> uh, line them up. Um, both gloves. Up. Ty, I'm sorry, you were wrong. You were wrong. That was crazy. During the during the last show, we said no, 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 no. <laughs> Guzan, both gloves. No, no way. He's just here. He's just here to mentor the no the, way. Young, the young goalkeepers. No uh, way they're going to start him. It happened. Well, life it life happened. sucks, guys. Get used to it. Brad Guzan, both gloves. Uh, as, as our back line, to we're going to have... we like Brad Guzan. We just like these other guys more. Oh, yeah. Brad Guzan's great. want them to be playing. El, El Polar Bear, I'm down with you. El uh, Polar Bear, yeah. <laughs> he's great. Exactly. El Bear de Polar. Uh, yeah. De- DeAndre Yedlin, Matt Miazga, John Brooks, and Jorge Villafania El Sueño. Let's go. Oh, the Sueño. We, we love him. I could, I, not a whole lot brings me more joy than explaining to people who have not watched the Nats that that guy got his start on a reality show. It it's would be a- so great if he made it and then got one U.S. cap. And then it was just this great story that we had forever, like the right. Ghanaian policeman. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that might dope. be a little bit better than the but reality. watching this guy get trotted out for the 30th time <laughs> to just be like a solid C plus is incredibly disappointing. Onward with the line. Onward. Uh, we got to see very exciting Weston McKenney, uh, consummate young captain Will Trapp, uh, Christian Pulisic Pooley baby, he's back. He's back and he's better than ever. Maybe as good as ever. Maybe worse. I don't know. Plateau worse than ever. Uh, Julian <laughs> but he's Green. He's here. He's here. Uh, Julian Green at the 10 spot. We love that. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Pulling the strings. Give him the keys. <laughs> give him the keys. It's, it's Julian it's baby Green's Julian's team, team now. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Weah, your boy. And uh, at the 7 spot, we saw Weah. Bobby Wood. Um, folks, Wood. this Wood. game Wood. could be Wood. fully recapped. In about three minutes of it. Um, right. At, at 24 minutes in, Christian Pulisic just about assists himself to a gem. Takes one touch yes. too many. Oh, my God. One touch yes. too many. Uh, was it one touch too many, or was it a pass that Bobby Wood just utterly ignored? That's what I thought it was. It, no, it was a – so, firstly, it was indeed, as you noted, a pass that Bobby Wood ignored. Or, I don't know, ignored – did. Did not. I thought. I thought Pulisic was trying to lay it off he to was. Bobby, and then and Pul- then he noticed that Bobby wasn't running, and he was like, "Oh God, I have to do it myself." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So he he sprints to it. He's like, "I got this. Yeah, I got this. I got this." So great. And then he takes one touch too many. Look at the replay. Yeah, oh, yeah, you tell yeah, me yeah, if I'm right, right or wrong. At WTP yeah, Pod, what do you think? One touch too many. It gets saved. Fine. No goal. However, life. And then uh, and then. Uh, 
two minutes later, one minute later, life is squandered. Life is taken from us uh, by by the very strong, reliable grips of Deli Ali and uh, and uh, what's his name? God Lingard. is good. Very good. Oh my god. Very good. As is Lingard, by the way. One of, one of my I know Lingard's your boy. I kept thinking of you during the match. That's my fucking boy. Lingard. That's my fucking it's boy. It's an irrational. It's an irrational, but you know, understandable love, <laughs> dude. Every time he does amazing things. Every time. Also, also. Okay. Also. Anyways, this is Let's a goal. Also, there's yeah. nothing you can do against that. Uh, and then uh, just 30 seconds later, um, unfortunately, it's Jaden Sancho, the guy who we're comparing to Christian Pulisic, gets the assist yeah, yeah, to yeah, Trent yeah, Alexander yeah, yeah. Arnold. Uh, not a whole lot else happened. Although I would mention that in the second half, Weston McKenney gave us uh, some some exciting moments. Um, sure. And just as I thought Callum Wilson was shitty enough to make us not feel so bad about our number nine slash seven on his uniform, Bobby Wood, uh, he, yeah. he scores. So whatever. Yeah. 77th yeah. minute, three down. It's a 3 nil final. Uh, it got to mention, we also got to see some Shaq Moore, a little Sebastian Legette, not too much Callan Acosta. Um, hey, why not Tyler Adams? And of course, Kenny Seff. So we got to see some of our favorite hits. Too many of those we don't give a fuck about at all. We got to see the, the, the Pam. We finally got to see it, kind it, of. For 20 minutes. Although not minutes, all yeah. in the center midfield. But yeah, it was there. Right. And, and the last thing I want to mention in this uh, quick game recap is, of course, that there were a couple WTP highlights. That, that you're not, you're not going to find this shit covered uh, wherever else you're listening to soccer coverage. Oh, boy. And, uh, oh, it's, boy. Okay. It's, tell. It's the, I, I might have missed it. It's the very snoozy, very much falling asleep Raheem Sterling on the bench. Uh, literally, oh, like Literally yawning and falling asleep as the camera cuts to him. I don't know if this is the broadcaster's fault or Raheem he, Sterling's he, fault, but uh, both, yeah. both are to blame for this hilarious scenario. Uh, please, yeah, please gift yeah. that. Somebody, please gift that. And not, okay, and then, I and then twenty. I want a gift too. Twenty minutes later, uh, we got a shot of Usain Bolt in the audience, also sure. yawning, nearly also falling sleepy. asleep. I did notice <laughs> sleepy Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I guess it's hard to get that guy's attention. But so so we got some epic yawns. Uh, His on... mind just moves on too fast. You know, <laughs> yeah. he thinks in ten second increments. And that's yeah, it. yeah. Like a goldfish. So that was it. I mean, th- th- those yawns were essentially my highlight as well as Weston McKenney's. But once I got to the end of 90 minutes uh, after choppy feeds and having to start over from the beginning because Fubo does not allow fast forwarding on this program, they're sorry. Um, we, I, what? I, that's how it is. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's it, just how it is. It you got to live with it. destroys me. The internet went out. And you have to go with the Rooney, the, the Rooney you know, love parade. Yeah. Yeah, start start the Rooney parade up again. Uh, but once I finally did get to the end of watching this game, my first thing I wanted to know was, Ty, what were your first impressions? Um, well, what we said going into it was the result doesn't matter. We need to look at the performance. Uh, it was a pretty flat performance in general. I thought, especially going forward, you know, do we need more evidence that Julian Green and Bobby Wood aren't a dynamic attacking force? That's gonna bang in the goals. I, I, can can we stop with that with, on on both fronts? Please. Um, so it was fully what I was expecting. You know, based on the the starting lineups, we had said the number one thing we wanted to see was uh, not giving a shitness, and we saw very little of that. It did seem like the the team was basically ready to get to get thumped and 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 ended up getting thumped. And for me, that was a kind of an odd attitude to take because when you looked at the England lineup, 
I mean, they were literally starting a guy named Dunk. <laughs> it's not exactly Murderer's Row out there. You know, it's, this isn't the, the Reno Ferdinand era anymore. We're not talking about the, the scariest guys. I mean, they, they, had, they had plenty of uh, strong Premier League talent, but, you know, we've had, we had players on our lineup like Brad Guzan who have played at, a, at that level in the past. You know, it's not unheard of for, for U.S. players even currently. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I, I think the, the reverence was a little bit uh, uh, too present. It was unsettling. But the one player who I noticed uh, didn't exhibit this, of course, Adams after he came on, and of course, McKenney. But actually, Will Trapp was was pretty ballshy, if All you right. will. That's a good shout. That's a good he was, shout. He was out there. He was putting in tackles. I think the one and only meaty tackle of the game came from Will Trapp just absolutely crushing somebody in uh, central midfield and, and popping a ball out. Um, and that was what I was looking to see. Obviously, you know, it had the, the pageantry of the Rooney, you know, celebration moment and all that, and you don't want to be too nasty or anything. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess Jurgen would disagree, right? Well, maybe we'll get his thoughts on that later. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll find the, out. I, I thought, personally, you know, the U.S., I think in general the U.S. needs to go out and be aggressive from the from the word go, no matter the situation or opponent, and we can afford it if people don't like to play us in friendlies anymore. That's fine. Sure. And um, look, man, yeah. if we're gonna lose three nothing, go out, go out and go for it. You know, like we would have lost the 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 alternative reality is where we go out and and play like like uh, ballers wearing shoes that are too big for them, right? Sure. And 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 still lose three nothing. So whatever the fuck. Like just play just go for it. Um I, I do think that we came out a little bit better in the second half. And the reason I mentioned Weston McKenney uh during the game recap is just that he he uh I thought brought it uh for about he twenty minutes in the yeah, second half. Good. And he he yeah, was like cutting yeah. it up. Polisic look is undeniable. Anybody who's never seen um, the U.S. or who hasn't seen the U.S. team recently or hasn't been keep, keeping up with Pulisic is going to notice him above all else. Uh, but right. that to me, as a U.S. fan who knows what Pulisic is about, I was okay with what we saw from Pulisic. But McKenney surprised me a little bit. He cut it up and he was passing the ball forward in a Busquets-like manner, where it's like it's not always. It's not always a game-changing pass, but we're progressing up the field, and that's that's right, what we right, need, right. and that's what we lack so much. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what uh, Twelman was saying too. Is like, look, does it really matter if it's four nothing, three nothing, five nothing? Like, why not just just get more practice trying to play those passes forward and try to build that pattern? You know, why not? Why why keep passing it back to no avail or doing the Jorge Villafania? signature move of he gets closed down by one defender and he freaks out and he just kicks it at the defender and it hopes that it will go out for a throw in. Yeah. Turn like turn and run into space. You know, it's, you're literally one-on-one. And if you're going to play, if you're going to play Shaq more, you know, like start him. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. You're going to bring Anthony Robinson to the England friendly start him what what would mean more to that kid than giving him the chance to play at Wembley like I don't know if there's you know whatever there's 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 probably some some machinations behind that and it's always like hard to speculate but it it did seem odd and I I gotta say I 
the the baby Julian thing continues to be like it's bad kind of funny during the during the roster. It's like oh wow, like here we go again, and then it actually happens, and he really starts and gets major minutes that could be going to to other players. Um, yeah, you got to say at this point, it's pretty clear that we've got a Pookie baby situation we with Dave do. Sarakan. We have a, a Ricardo Clark situation yeah. with with Dave Sarakan and and baby Julian, and um, yeah, that 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 shit can't 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 last. So I'm 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 cooling I'm cooling on the 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 Saruman experience uh, because I feel like that's the kind of bullshit that I'm I fear in any head coach and like that those are the things that get me so uh worked up about our our prior head coaches is that they get this myopic vision of what they perceive within the team right and no amount of evidence will actually shake it um yeah that's what we have the dude is a locked on starter he's a locked on starter under dave apparently Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what? how many of the last few games. It's it's the it's the majority, right? That he started. I mean, uh, yo, check check me on that. I I I feel like he's trotted out at the ten. Every I think time. you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And and he's not a bad player. He's just he's a second division player. Yeah. So so that he's he's like bench depth at best. And in my opinion, just to give a tangible uh, alternative, you just. Keep going until you find a player who's special. And in our in our parlance, we say a World Cup winner. So that's someone who has the talent to someday win a World Cup, whether that's kind of potential talent or current talent, you know? Right. And um, and so Baby Julian's not a World Cup winner. So you just move on. Next? Okay, who's next? Who could play at that position other than him? You know, maybe you try Wea there. You put somebody else yeah. out wide. Or maybe you bring up somebody else, you know? A little Ariana up, um, Grande might be in order here. Thank you. Next. Thank you, next. Bring up uh, Paxton Pomacall from the 20s, who we'll get Fuck to. Yeah. Bring up Ulysses Giannis. Fuck yeah. Just bring, bring him up. Try him. Just keep trying. I don't care if you get down to 15-year-olds, but let's try to find a 15-year-old World Cup winner and get them lots of minutes. That's right. <laughs> you know Not, what I and, mean? And at this point, worth mentioning, Josh Sargent languishing on the bench, when it's like we're trying to get these guys... I mean, there's Apparently the shop, he was there's, hurt. There's the shop hurt, window. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. However, Thank you for that. however... We can't find one other striker in the entire pool. Just find find the best under twenty two striker in the U.S. pool, other than Sargent. So we have one other guy. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So those things are starting to mount and and frustrate me. And the experience of having to watch all these friendlies, where it's always all the changes and the rhythm getting broken up and the you know, uh, the result doesn't matter narrative and all this stuff. It's, it's tiring. Um, so there's, there's only so much that, that we can say about this individual, uh, you know, match and how it played out because it's been so similar in narrative to the way that a lot of the Sarah can, uh, games have. Um, but, but it's been missing a lot of the good stuff. Like, like initially that first match against Portugal, um, another European away fixture, the team came out with like, like they were, they had whips behind them, and they were chasing down everything. Every, you know, it was, it was a totally uh, wild performance to, to see a U.S. team with that much energy after having lived through the, the Bruce Arena tenure. Um, so, you know, that, that initial burst of energy that we saw from the team after Sarah Khan took over is kind of dissipating. It is. And it's, it's confirming that, you know, okay, okay the, he, he did a good job as caretaker, 
but it should have been six months, not 13 months. And, you know, thanks for your service. And it's time to, time to move on and get, get somebody in there who can have a, have their specific vision and execute it. And, uh, hopefully have a vision that's a little bit more, um, I don't know. Actually, I don't care. I liked the vision. You know, I would take that, that Saruman. Honestly, if, if yeah, he the could, one we if he had was able to keep it going, right? Yeah, exactly. So listen, but like, he hasn't been able to keep it. We going. all feel this way. The listeners, you guys probably already feel this way. We get it. It's time for someone to come in. Um, I think we'll probably get that. I don't really know how this how this works. I don't really know what the factors are that are holding this up. However, I would say that this in this game, it's it just started to feel different than it has. Like before, it, before it was like all right, like. You know, like Ty was saying, there there is a certain amount of uh, relief that we experienced. When I watched this team, I've just felt the palpable potential. Like, these guys could be very good. Yes, you know? when, definitely. When you look at who we're trotting out and the teams that they play for, yes. this team could be fucking good. Like, this I, team could I, outperform. Yeah, I had the exact thought. Yeah, um, I, I was just thinking, based on club resume, I mean, it's not that clear who's the better team. You know, in, in certain configurations of our team, and then you, if you if you pretend that uh, Tyler Adams plays for RB Leipzig and not, not the New York Red Bulls, um, you know, you have to stretch it a little bit. But we had, let's see, just going back to front, it was uh, PSG, Hanover, and then who started on the right? In the back or in midfield? It up top. It was Polisic. Oh, yeah, right. Polisic on the right. So that's Dortmund. And yeah. then you had... Um, uh, go to Firth, so that's a that's a second a bad one. But you've Columbus got Yedlin, clue. right? You've Columbus got... clue. <laughs> <laughs> we had, yeah, we had we had uh, Newcastle, Wolfsburg, Blues, Cruz, uh, and uh, Nantes by way of Chelsea. So you know, a couple clubs in there where you're like, oh yeah, clearly a player who's at a lower level. But but you know, on average, I think we're we're kind of approaching that level in terms of the the uh, club resumes, as you said. And uh, it didn't look it whatsoever. So that's an indication that you know the th- things have gotten a little bit stale. Yeah. Um, and I wish it weren't. I wish it weren't the case. But let's let's get somebody in there permanently and get somebody in there who has a specific idea and can keep it going for an extended period of time through a successful World Cup. For goodness' sakes, please. And um, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna maybe move on to some to to what is for most of us a more optimistic place to be which is the the fishy zone uh, but before oh, we do yes. before we do i just want to mention one last problem i had with the broadcast that i watched which was that and i look this is not it could have been in french it could have been in italian or whatever you know it's it's not about the location that this broadcast came from but the the broadcasters i was listening to um insisted on make repeating repeatedly making a joke about tim wea and comparing him to simba which is just excuse me which is just excruciatingly problematic <laughs> that's, that's horrifically problematic <laughs> no, did, did they not. compare uh, michael bradley to simba no, a lot no. you know Would these same commentators also say that about Michael Bradley? I know, dude. I just can't. Interesting. I just cannot with that shit. So I, I, I had to throw some shade for the, for what is unacceptable. You can't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it and more than you can't do that. You can't do that because it's an asshole thing to do. 
Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah. Not, we're not just saying, oh, you can't say such things in public. We're saying that's no, 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 fucking no. racist. And just to be – yeah, it's, it's – the idea is that it's racist. supposed to be funny because his dad is Liberian president. But it, the, the fact that you're using Simba and not Aladdin – or I, Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah, like there, there are so many princes. <laughs> there's so many. You, so yeah, many there's awesome so many princes, princes that you could have chosen from. <laughs> you're fucking like all of these kids. Simba it's just, just killed. I just threw. I had to. I had to do it. So unless, like, if Tim Wea had an evil uncle who convinced <laughs> him to try to recruit him sure, to the dark yeah, side sure, of, yeah. of life, I could see it. I could see and, it. And, you know? and maybe, but I'm without not... any sort of corroborating detail, <laughs> it's suspect. It was really crushing me. All right, all right, all right. I okay. think I hear a sound. There's a sound coming, ooh, from the distance. Ooh, it's optimistic. It's not that bad. Uh, things might just be okay, folks. I think uh, I think it's time for a little fishy report. Welcome to the fishy report, fishy report. Welcome to the fishy report. Woo! Oh, it's time for the fishy report. I wish I could get the guy who did the voice for the intro to SpongeBob. Uh, it's time for a uh, little fishy report. It's the it's the segment of the show that you know and love, in which we discuss the whereabouts, the happenings, the ins and the outs of any player uh, who would qualify for a U something team. So in this case, what are we talking? U seventeen? What's the deal? So the the current tournament is the U20 CONCACAF Championship, uh, yeah, which yeah, also yeah. acts as the qualification tournament for the U20 World Cup. And... Yeah, Ty, tell us. What's going on? The U.S. is in. We qualify. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Celebrations. So, uh, celebrations. <laughs> the U.S. made it through a, um, a just tragically boring five-team, uh, six-team group. Where they went five and zero with uh, over thirty goals for and two goals against, uh, playing against lots of small islands for no good reason. Then they made it to this this penalty. I'm this, still pissed uh, about those two goals, man. I'm second I'm group stage. They should be pissed about the two goals. They made it to the second group stage, which is them, Costa Rica, and Honduras. Uh, Honduras and Costa Rica drew the first game, so the U.S. beat Costa Rica for nothing in a quite. Uh, uh, not convincing, but um, solid result. It was it, it, they they had shaky moments uh, in the back, but there was no way they were going to lose. They were just way too talented, uh, way more talented than the Costa Rica side. Um, and they were playing at home, which you know the 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 talented U.S. teams will will stumble often when they're they're uh, on the road from from youth through senior level. <laughs> Uh, but at home, it's it's usually no problem, and and it wasn't this time. So they won for nothing, and that qualified them for the Copa del Mundo. So they're going to be in. Uh, it's going to be in. Shoot, I'm forgetting now. Um, but it's next year. They have one more game in this group stage uh, against Honduras, and that that game will determine who goes through to face presumably Mexico for the title of Concacaf champion, which is just you know the. That's that's all it is. It yeah. doesn't qualify you for anything else. You just win the Concacaf title. In, in fairness to the world, Americans should probably sing the Cup of the World. So yes, right. we should it's, be saying the true. Cup of the World. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was offensive. Sorry. Um, so uh, so we qualified. So that's that's job one. We're in. Uh, how did the team look? That's the big question. Yeah. 
Um, and and also any names, any names standing yes, out. Yes, right, right, right. So so the, uh, there were a couple really good performances in that game in particular, and I'm looking forward to seeing the game against Honduras as well in the hopeful final. Um, but the the main highlights were going forward the the two wingers, uh, Ulysses Yanez, who plays for LA Galaxy two, was was tremendous for 35 minutes until he had to come off with an injury. Um, and then on wow, the other wow. side, my my big highlight of the of the match was Paxton Pomacall, the the FC Dallas youngster who's 18. He's been kind of on the fringes of the first team for the last two years, Let's playing between go, the, baby. the youth teams and the the first team. He FC is FC Dallas, Weston McKenney, Kellen Acosta. That's right. That's right. I watched this game the night. You know, it was the night after the England game. And what kept coming to mind was Jaden Sancho. Ooh, shit. Because Jaden Sancho has this this way of moving, you know, with and without the ball that's just electric. And Sancho is a little bit more lateral than uh, the movement that I'm seeing with Pomacall. But what I'm seeing with Pomacall is that he just, he he loves the ball. He, he dances with that damn ball. And he's a great passer to boot. You gotta love the ball, so man. You gotta love that. You gotta ball. love the ball, it, and it loves him. That maybe that's a more apt description. <laughs> the, the ball, ball loves, loves Paxton, Paxton Pomacall, <laughs> and he he, he all moves balls. With balls a, love Paxton. He moves with a an uncommon grace for a player of any age, let alone an eighteen year old. And uh, I'm I'm desperately hoping that the U.S. soccer uh, landscape doesn't like crush that instinct in him because he's. He's a he's a damn special player, and I would say uh, whatever you give him as sort of a rating now, you know, whatever current effectiveness he has uh, for the for the um, teams he's playing for right now, I think his upside is much 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 higher than equivalent players at his age, just because of the way that he uh, the way that he moves, I and the test, way that he baby. looks comfortable I with test. the ball. I test. So. Yeah, Paxton Paul McCall was my big highlight. Um, the midfield was pretty good, uh, particularly Alex Mendez, who had a, a very strong goal from distance. I, uh, people said it was amazing. I thought the goalkeeper could have done a lot better, but um, but a, a good shot. So we're seeing some we're seeing some positive players on the last pod. You had mentioned that tactically there wasn't a whole lot to speak for for the way the team was like we were crushing the other teams, the insignificant yeah, opposition. Yeah. But tactically, it was a little bit discouraging. Was there anything right. from this round of games that that um, you know brought you some more hope? Is it more of the same? What are we seeing? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, tactically, the the U.S. was very successful on its first attempts going forward. You know, so there were a lot of successful dribbles and take ons, particularly from uh, Giannis and Pomacall. So um, that's that can kind of mask things a little bit because when the U.S. is effective in one-on-ones, it means that they don't have to build necessarily. Right, right. Um, so, you know, there wasn't a lot of, like, intricate passing through the middle, which we have seen a, a decent amount of in uh, Tab Ramos' teams in the past, to be fair. It's been kind of a mixed bag. Um, but it, it definitely didn't feel like it was, you know, lumping it into the box. And I, I, I think I saw significantly fewer, you know, long balls from central defenders out wide than I did the from from the senior team the night before. Um, but the fact that they were so dominant makes it a little bit harder to tell. So I think if it's a, a you know, hopefully they make it to that final against Mexico, and we get to see sort of a, a tactical battle, which we haven't really seen yet. Uh, in the tournament for for one reason or another, um, 
but yeah, I thought I thought overall the team looked strong. Uh, the mostly the the individuals looked strong, and it was good to see. You know, Costa Rica's no no joke, and they produce players at senior level that are just as good as ours. So I think um, to to see a talent gap reemerging at at youth level with with our players, and then also thinking, well, two or three of our best U twenties weren't even there. You know, Wea, Sergeant, Polisic. Um, Oh no, Pulisic's twenty now. Uh, so sad. They grow yeah, up so yeah. fast. Um, Amon, Amon was was neither on the U twenty team nor the seniors, which I thought was a little bit weird. But he, but you know, by by talent level, he's certainly uh, even above what what we put out there. So we we weren't playing a lot of players who we could have been playing. Um, Chris Richards from from uh, Bayern was on the bench. He didn't even play, um, and we still looked just you know, so far above the, the level of Costa Rica. That was really encouraging and, uh, you know, it gives me hope for, for this upcoming generation. There was a, to report equivalently on a, a We the People moment from that match, which was by far the most entertaining part of the match. Um, there was an attack by the, the Costa Ricans at, I think, 3-0 or 4-0 later in the game. And uh, the attacker tried to dribble out two defenders he failed. The ball went out for a corner, and he kind of like his momentum took him over to the corner flag area, and he pulled the corner flag out of the ground <laughs> and threw it over the advertising boards. Yeah, yeah. And just walked away. Was there a yellow involved? No, no, no. He walked right past the referee, who did absolutely nothing. Maybe out of fear of this enraged teen. You bitch. It was was something I've never seen in a match, and I discussed it on Twitter with, with some people who were also saying, like, I we we've, we can't even think of a time when that's happened. And I was like, has has nobody told Sergio Ramos you can do that? <laughs> yeah. This is like the greatest he thing would ever. Do it for sure, yeah. for sure, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like so out of the realm that that there's no like stock punishment for it. You know, take <laughs> off your shirt; it's a yellow. Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. What is what is it if you harm the equipment? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and some ball boy had to put the flag back. Yeah, man, we gotta go. We we should we will have to go back to the very first person who took off their shirt in order to truly understand how monumental this is. I bet it's like a exactly. 1950s, yeah, it's the Brandy Chastain you know? moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the brandy chastain yeah 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 that's epic man we love that we need to see that who was the player who did that again one more time uh i i can't recall the name it was uh number nine from from costa rica oh thank um, you thank you i, to I you. should have the name but but that, that that's a preemptive uh peep nominee for overreaction of the year <laughs> we love it we love that <laughs> it's like a totally average attack that broke down if you're a dual national and you haven't made your competitive senior debut we'll take you just on those grounds we'll take you yeah come on in. oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely come on yeah, in bro yeah. if you if you like chucking flags, we need you. Yeah, absolutely. Also, if you like, um, if you like fishing and rap music, and eating barbecue, <laughs> we really, really, really need you. We Can you like please you sign so up much. immediately. You're the you you're the Simba of WTP. Pick up trucks. <laughs> yeah, we we could use you. We could use yeah, you. We need you. 
I hope you all remember, you all re- recognize that I'm referring to an actual person. Clint yeah, Dempsey. so we're talking Just about for Clint the, Dempsey. For the record, I'm yeah. talking about Clint Dempsey. To the new fans, we like this pod to be accessible to the new fans. So Clint Dempsey, all those things yeah. you just heard listed were qualities and traits. Certified passions of, of, of Deuce. The arguably greatest U.S. player of all time. Find me on Twitter, bro. Find me on the Twitter. A, the A-goat. Yeah, baby. All so right. the U20s on track, uh, and I'll, I'll report back next episode on uh, on their further progress and Good, hopefully an eventual championship in CONCACAF. Hell yeah. Lionel, here we come, baby. Coming for your fucking throat. Is Lionel playing for Mexico? Do we know? Oh, uh, who are you talking about? The, uh, the, the, the guy who terrified Lines. us. Lines, thank you. No, thank Diego, you. Diego Lines is not playing for, for Mexico. Oh. Too busy and, being um, an actual pro. Okay. Yeah, too busy being an actual pro. Uh, and they're, yeah, yeah. So so uh, I don't think they're that scary. But they're in a similar boat to the U.S. where if they have a kid who's like, you know, doing super well with senior team, they're just going to stick with senior team. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we'll see how this goes for the under-20s. Uh, you know, thank you, Ty, Base God, for, for keeping up with that because – not not everybody uh, can do that, and and we need it because this this uh, senior squad can be a little it. underwhelming. It's bonus nats. Oh, yeah. one last WPT moment. Oh sorry, yeah, what you got? What you got? Um, uh, the last goal was scored by Ao Akinola. Sorry, Io Akinola. Io, I'm mispronouncing it. It's Io Akinola, which made me realize that we could someday see an Io Waya. Uh, winger tandem. <laughs> could there be? Could there be a better tandem to, for for like chance? I yeah, he's so great. <laughs> um, if we're so lucky, someday we could have an attacking three of uh, Tim Wea, Ao Akinola, and Paul Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> Nips, all around, Nips, all around. Nips all around, folks. Nips all around. Nips all around. I-O-A-O. All right, guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's always good to hear about the future. We love that. Uh, but the reality is you'll never find true happiness unless you focus on the present slash uh, near future. No, the present is what really matters. Recent past. And <laughs> what's, 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 what's in our current present focus? Is USA versus Italia. So let's discuss because. In a Belgium. Uh, <laughs> in a Belgium. <laughs> let's uh, play a soccer game uh, in a Belgium. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> it, it, Why are we uh, playing here? <laughs> uh, I appreciate the social service. We, call, we, we, called, we called the commentators out for being racist and we're being like horrifically racist against Italian it's people. It's true. Sorry, Italian It's true. People. Sorry, Italian people. All in jest. At we, least we, we're yeah. self-aware. At least we can call right. ourselves out on this. That's the best we can do, folks. But right. uh, I'm, I'm a little scared. We'll, we'll get you some pasta to make it up to you. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll get you the ingredients that are right. closest the, to where we the are. The freshest because ingredients. Because that is Italian cuisine, all right? All right, you feel me? Uh, Fausto, if you're listening, I have my, my, my uh, tr- trial shift tomorrow, and I totally understand Italian cuisine, and I'm not racist against <laughs> Italian people. And you also right? can't really be racist against Italian people. It's complicated. <laughs> we know. We're just, we're just fucking. All right, all right. Enough, because I have a serious question, okay? Who are these people? Who are these people? 
Ixi. Italia. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, uh, Ty, who, who, what's the lineup looking, looking like against these consummate professionals that we'll likely face? Yeah, so uh, atypically of, a, of an Italian team, there are a lot of you know, younger players, a lot of sort of lesser known cool. uh, players. Italy, so Italy's in a really interesting spot. They, they've moved on from the generation of, uh, of Pirlo. And, if, and I may, recently... if I may just cut in real quick, for the absolute brand new listener or new fan of uh, international soccer, Italy, legendary team, historically. These, these fools is uh, dope. Totally didn't go to the World Cup just like us. So they were on the list with Four Chile World Cup trophies. and the USA as, uh, as the surprise not-goers. Yes. And our have to be a, maybe you could talk about uh the netherlands as as maybe more surprising but really italy was the very most surprising and it Absolutely. was because they had this Absolutely. super aged squad so that that's the yeah, yeah, context yeah. right yeah so um what's happening now is they're they're sort of transitioning between uh generations they you know obviously cut bait with the coach and they've had a lot of sort of internal politics with their federation similar to what we had you know new new president new elected president and all that stuff um the new team is is more built around uh marco veratti and uh and his younger ilk i and, love and some of the some of the I other players who are guy, coming man. up that guy's silky so i can't wait to see him against uh against Wayo, which will be fun yeah both psg um, players Yep, both PSG players, but one one more of a PSG player than the other. <laughs> to be fair, but yeah, that's um, that's that's fair. But they're they're you know they're building a, a, a new culture and 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 style around the team and uh, around the sort of new type of Italian player that they have because what's been happening in in uh, their league is there's been an increasing number of uh, foreign players you know steadily over the years but it's really kind of been mounting lately um and i think it was i heard a statistic that they only had about 35 percent of the players in their league so that's you know co- comparable to i think to 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 mls and that's very weird for them they're it's, you know it's weird it's very weird yeah and uh and it, it's that comes from a variety of uh factors but one way or another you're gonna have to deal with it as a as a national team and so you know they they have to they they can't just kind of wait around for for good players to be developed. They have to be a part of the development process in the same way that the U.S. or um, you know England faces that problem as well. Um, so so it's an interesting moment for them, and I'll, I'll be curious to see see their style. You know, I I don't know much about uh, what they've been up to, but I would imagine that uh, you know they'll they'll try to forge a, a, a new identity from the characteristics and qualities of the players now. The traditional Italian style, of course, is a very defensive and very solid, very organized uh, Roman phalanx, if you will, of, <laughs> of, uh, of hardworking defenders who will frustrate you for 90 minutes and maybe insult your aunt or mother and, and hope for the best. Um, and that's, that's kind of similar to the, the Italian teams that we've played in the past, including the 2006 champion Italian teams who... We were the only uh, team to get a result off of in the entire 2006 World Cup. So I'll be curious to see if they, if they, you know, how much of that old school identity they retain. It doesn't really seem like relevant to modern soccer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, so uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a, a challenge for them is figuring out what what does their team look like in this new era. So, anybody other than Marco Verratti, just just to just to give uh, people something to hold on to, any totally. any yeah. one name that that uh, viewers could look look at, look at and kind of uh, look forward to watching from the Italian team will play. So, you're definitely going to want to uh, keep an eye on Donnarumma who is a 19-year-old prodigy goalkeeper who, uh, who is in the, uh, the starting lineup at, uh, at Milan and has been since, I think he was like 17 maybe. So he started to burst onto Jesus. the scene a couple of years ago. Yeah, a goalkeeper. Yeah, playing for a big, God big club. Yeah, and they yeah, but um, they all right. So great... the fans are giving yeah. him shit. He's a. How can you give the kid shit like that? He's so he's yeah. So he had he had a really bad. He's had a really bad start to the season. But what happened over the summer is that he his contract was up. So his like youth team contract was up, and he resigned at like this gigantic deal. Because he hired uh, Mino Ariola, Ariola, oh, Mino Mino Iraiola, uh, to be his agent, and Mino so, Iraiola raked uh, uh, Milan over the coals for this deal, in, which included the fact that they had to sign his brother. <laughs> man, that so, guy you know, can cut a deal. Holy shit! Yeah, that dude, that dude can wheel and deal, my friend. <laughs> So so Iraiola got got uh Donnarumma the sweetest deal ever and then he comes back and isn't good. So that's why you get him shit cuz he's right. you know right. he's he's still a kid but he's he's getting paid like a man so he can get booed like a man. So um it's an interesting time for him at at uh Milan because he's going to have to recover his form and and the confidence of the club but he's obviously a supremely talented uh player and he's already the you know Italian number 1 at at this age as well. Um, so that's, that's a, a huge uh-huh. deal and, and yeah, it'll be great to see, uh, his, his, uh, skills. Uh, I guess like, I haven't uh, really gotten to watch much of him. So I guess see, like see him up for, up close, I guess 40 year tenures are like their thing for goalkeepers, huh? I guess like so. If you're yes, going to have exactly, another yeah. Buffon, you got to get him in at number one under 20. There's no, there's right, no other yeah, way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, that's my philosophy about our number tens, but it should be, it should uh, be. <laughs> They're doing it right out there. They're giving this kid yeah, a yeah. shot, and maybe he's yeah. a big fucking deal. So keep keep an eye out for the homie, um, and uh, folks, um, you know, stay tuned because because we have Jurgen Klinsmann. He's on the line right now. It's a little bit awkward. We do because um, we don't fully have space in the studio for three microphones. So we kind of oh have to... Clayton crap. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. I should have done this before the show, but like it just snowed here. And, right. uh, my, my front lawn is like, just like a, a, a snow pit. I need to deal with it. All right, dude. Well, there's Would no, it be okay. I, I'll just take a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no time like the present. We've rescheduled this pod twice, but I guess yeah. you got to do it now. Jurgen just trudged through it and I feel bad. Like he's, he looks like he's a little bit frostburned. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Do your thing. Um, do your thing. Okay, yeah, I'll but, handle right, the Jurgen right. thing. We can, we can okay, make this happen. You. All right, folks, uh, settle in. We have previewed, we have fishied, we, we have reviewed. Uh, there, you know, there's not too much left to hash out except the very most important thing uh, possible, which is you, of course, uh, the listener. And you guys have shot us some good reviews. Um, and, oh, here he comes. He's, he's cracking Clayton. open that do- Hey, fam, what's up? Clayton. What's up, bro? Can I, talk, can I talk now? Yeah, well, I was working on it 
like a intro for you, but whatever. There, there maybe not enough accolades for the guy. Great German player, solid U.S. coach. Uh, you know him, you love him. You're solid, <laughs> solid, solid man, solid. I thought it was solid, like you know, pretty good. I'm, 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 I'm out of here, Clayton. That is disrespectful. <laughs> what are you saying? You're the greatest U.S. coach of all time. The greatest that ever will be. <laughs> That's fucked up, Jurgen. Uh, if you're the greatest that ever will be, there's not a whole lot of future for us. And uh, I feel like that, that affects your kids, man. Yeah, I'm I, just waiting for Sunil to call me back and say sorry. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that, Jurgen. Look, uh, you know, I, I, there's a lot of reasons to have you on the pod. But to be honest, it's not my preference. It's more because of the uh, back alley situation that occurred. Oh, oh do you want... Dave Saruman now and his robot voice. <laughs> yeah, I liked. I liked. I actually liked the robot voice. It was a nice, uh, refreshing difference. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, dude. I know, but like more embarrassing. Your than... interviews. Your interviews went down more, two levels. Hold on, man. When you had Dave yeah, Saruman. Hold on. More embarrassing than you getting fired for a grandpa coach that we've already had. Is it more embarrassing than that, bro? Than us getting the getting feeling the heat that we may indeed not qualify? Then uh, you can talk shit about Bruce Arena, but who put us in this situation, Jurgen? Sunil. <laughs> sure, sure. Right, why don't you just read some reviews, dude? It's good to have you on. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. Everything bad that happened was other people's fault. <laughs> right, right, right. Mostly Sunil. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we have you... That, do you. Do you understand? I Does do, that make I, sense I, to your small uh, head? You know what? Your small brain. I fully understand what it is that you're saying. Um, I got to say, I think it's a little bit more complex than oh, that. Oh, also, also, it was Alejandro Bedoya's fault. <laughs> sure. The guy who you gave a chance. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Repeated chances, as, as a matter of fact. Also, the guy you played at number six versus Brazil. You remember that, Jurgen? Yeah, and he sucked. <laughs> you sure did. You sure did. Maybe, maybe... Uh... You could have put me out there. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, uh, you, it probably wouldn't have been much worse, to be honest. Wait, you, you why did player. I never put me out there? Yeah, I know, I know. Did you Clayton. ask? <laughs> they had you hired for technical director and, and head coach. I, you know, you probably could have slotted in there as player. What an oversight. Before, before our relationship totally dissolves into pure hatred between us, because I feel like we're in a decent place, uh, maybe we should just, like, crack open oh, some oh, reviews. All right, if you want. I do. I really do. All right. Here's the first review. Calling All Soccer Fans by G.G. Forrest. This is the best soccer podcast I've heard in a while. These guys are dope. Give it a listen. That's positive. Thanks, G.G. Forrest. Best U.S. soccer analysis out there. I totally disagree. B-A-T-W-K. I'll read it anyway. All I can say is that I love the Nats, and I can't wait for this show to be posted after every game. I've grown up around the game and loved soccer my entire life, and now I'm having a blast watching my kids learn the game. Uh, my, my son, Jonathan, is in U.S. national team camp right now. These guys are fun to listen to and really funny. Ty has a fantastic depth of knowledge of the game and the business of soccer 
and I'd seriously rather hear his opinion over any soccer analyst I'm aware of on Fox, ESPN, etc. Thanks, and keep it up, boys! Yeah, man. Why do you like Ty? He's an idiot. Hey, a uh, quick question. Son named Jonathan in U.S. camps. Any chance, Jurgen, that you left this review? Oh, that was, sorry, that, that, that was me interjecting. Oh. I like to take control and domineer all situations that involve me. <laughs> Thanks for distorting this air. We appreciate false facts. Just kidding. We don't like those. What you got? What, what's next? And the last, last one for today. Great show. I'm new to soccer, and I love the show. Oh, this is by ACOM47. I'm new to soccer, and I love the show. It's a great take on the U.S. team, and I love the banter between you guys. Fantastic fishy reports on rising USMNT stars, roster pods, voicemails from everyone's favorite roommate, Bruce Arena. We love the show and the Nets. <laughs> I forgot about the Bruce Arena voicemails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. How do you feel about that, Jurgen? It makes me feel weird because I thought that I was your special roommate. <laughs> you are. You are, baby boo. But ever since I've been, I've been wandering out in the world all alone, I've missed your basement in Seattle. <laughs> I don't even live there. You can, you can try. You can go back there and try to hit, link that up again. I tried, and Bruce Arena almost shot me with a shotgun. <laughs> well, you guys have to work that out between yourselves. There's nothing I can do about that. Damn it, there's no bad reviews here. <laughs> Sorry, Jurgen, I hate to burst your bubble, but, um, you know, I'm not saying we have a, a jillion listeners, but the listeners we do have are kind of awesome, and we're kind of vibing. Like, we're getting along in the way in what, which Whatever, we're... <laughs> whatever, Clayton. I'll, I'll come back next week out of my box. I'll come back and try to read more bad reviews. I'll keep going until I find more bad reviews. That's great, folks. If you really want to see Jurgen back... Uh, don't listen to him. Listen to me. Shoot us a five-star because we're the ones who make the calls. It's me, Clayton, and Ty, not Jurgen. Am I right, Jurgen? Jurgen out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much, Jurgen. Get the fuck out of the recording booth. Uh, thank you so much for leaving those amazing reviews. And seriously, if, if you um, really want to hear some, some more Jurgen on this pod, if you really want to hear more of your own uh, individual unique voices, uh, shoot us a five-star review. And let me just be very clear. We need five stars, but you can be creative with the text you put in there. That, that's, you know, put it, you want to put a little, why not put a little uh, story about the first time you, you got excited about the Nats? Or, or tell us uh, about one of your least favorite players on the team right now. You know, something like that. Feel free to mix it up as long as, let me be very clear, it's five stars because that's what we need. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Jurgen has uh, left the room, and he here comes Ty. Ty, uh, quick check-in on what matters to the people. How'd the snow shoveling go? It went, it went excellently. I'm all dug out. Great. Great. Jurgen, Jurgen is making a, a snow Jurgen right now. <laughs> His face looks it's, so it was, angry. It started out promising, but it's turning out terribly, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it was good for one, yeah. site, one swipe, but that second swipe he put in there, just too many. One too many. Um, Ty, we are we are running short on time here, so let's uh, let's just uh, do a quick, real quick hopes and or fears. Wah, wah. 
It's hopes and fears. It's hopes and fears. Do you have a hope and or a fear for uh, the game in which we'll play against Italy? Oppress. I thought I wouldn't have to keep hoping for this. I thought it would just, uh, it, we were good on this. I thought we were going to keep doing this. But I, I friggin' love it. Uh, the, the U.S. against Costa Rica was obviously pretty, pretty advantaged skill-wise, but still, uh, whenever Costa Rica had the ball, this is the U-20 game I'm mentioning, um, whenever Costa Rica had the ball, the U.S. was all over them. And it should be a, an absolute staple hallmark of the way that we play, is that we are incredibly aggressive in intelligent ways when we're not in possession, and that it's, it's a big part of how we score goals and how we frustrate teams and, and our general um, uh, attitude and approach. So I'm missing that uh, from the early Saruman era, and I, I want it back. Please, please. Uh, I know I've mentioned Tim Way on Hopes and Fears a lot, but there's something about the kid that just has my heart. And so my fear is that we'll get another nameless performance from him. I think he could be a special player. Uh, I want to see. I want to see the goods. Um, I would definitely throw oh, yeah. out another fear that we see another Guzan appearance. Um, oh my god! For God's sake! Oh my wow. god! Like, what's he gonna get? Is he gonna get worse? By not no. I know. He's not gonna I know. get worse. It's, we're we're in the perfect situation with Brad Guzan. We know he's good. We if we end up in a situation where all else fails and we need a good goalkeeper. We just bring in Brad Guzan, and he can start and do well. And he knows the team, he knows the personnel. He's been around, no problem. He can come in. He can come in on a Tuesday, and he'll be great. Right. And you I know? just want to add not great. To that, he'll be good. Not only do we know he's good, we know he can ride bench for years and then be good. <laughs> exactly. Like the, he's that dude loves bench. <laughs> he can do it. He's, he knows bench. He's addicted to pine, bro. <laughs> and he'll never <laughs> fall asleep on bench like Raheem Sterling. He's, oh. he's focused. He's in there. He's an- analyzing. Oh. He's giving advice to the other people you on the bench. You're ashamed of yourself, Raheem. God damn. You the, money, the money we'd pay to the, be on that the bench. Money we'd pl- <laughs> the money we'd play. The money we'd play. Folks, I, I quite like, uh, like sort of Mr. Fix-It MacGyver solutions uh, to mechanical problems. And in this case, the one I have in mind is the fact that I'm recording in a wood shop right now in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And in order to make it slightly less, although still boxy, I have covered my microphone with my USMNT nightcap, which Ty bought me. So I couldn't... It couldn't be more full circle than this, folks. Um, I love... Arriving, uh, j- arriving somewhere and, and just being welcomed. I've not been in this household for years. It is the household of my literal oldest friend uh, that I have. So we became friends at six years old, and here he is out of the blue. I called him. I need somewhere to go, and he, he just shacked me right up. So and not in that way. Shit. Calm your mind down. Um, so we're, we're, I, I love that. Jürgen. You know, some, some friend, calm down, Jürgen. Damn, Jürgen is... <laughs> Really going for it out there. Um, I, I, and, and lastly, I fully love um, stand-up comedians. I saw a show of stand-up comedians this weekend, and it made me laugh. Like, guys, go and do it. If you've never seen your, whatever city you're in, you have local stand-up comedians, and they can make you laugh on command. It's like magic. 
Go and they'll out. be so happy if you give them five dollars. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> get them a drink. Like fuck. They, it'll, yeah, you'll make get them a drink. Night. It'll make their night. <laughs> all right, guys. But the truth is, of all those things, I just don't love any of them as much as I love the Nats. Goodbye, people. Let's go, boys. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people.